Hello and welcome to the Mountain Brook Baptist Project 119 Bible Reading Plan Podcast. I'm Mary and it's my pleasure to join you in reading God's Word. Today is Saturday, February 3rd. Happy Saturday. We are continuing on in the book of Luke. Luke chapter 8 today, verses 40 through 56. And then we'll go over to the Psalms and read Psalm 115. In Luke's gospel, you may be thinking, haven't we already read this passage? We also read this passage earlier, well, before um, the Advent season in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 9. That is where we learned about Jesus healing the woman with the blood condition and Jairus' daughter, that succession of stories, and today we'll read them again. Just want to remind you that as we're reading, the Lord is instructing us about spiritual things, not just physical healings. Sometimes I think that this, the physical healings are a representation of something spiritual that is going on. So the woman with the blood condition was outcast. She was oppressed. She was not able to go to the temple, and she was considered unclean. And when Jesus, when power goes out from him to heal her, we are reminded that we too may be cleansed from our iniquities. We can be cleansed from that which makes us unclean. And then when we think about the little girl, Jairus' daughter, I'm just reminded that Jesus has power over all, the physical realm, the spiritual realm, and we just praise you, Lord, for that today. Luke chapter 8, starting in verse 40. Now when Jesus returned, the crowd welcomed him, for they were all waiting for him. And there came a man named Jairus, who was the ruler of the synagogue. And falling at Jesus' feet, he implored him to come to his house. For he had an only daughter, about 12 years of age, and she was dying. As Jesus went, the people pressed around him. And there was a woman who had a discharge of blood for 12 years. And though she had spent all her living on physicians, she could not be healed by anyone. She came up behind him and touched the fringe of his garment, and immediately her discharge of blood ceased. And Jesus said, Who was it that touched me? When all denied it, Peter said, Master, the crowds surround you and are pressing in on you. But Jesus said, Someone touched me, for I perceive that power has gone out from me. And when the woman saw that she was not hidden, she came trembling, and falling down before him declared in the presence of all the people why she had touched him, and how she had been immediately healed. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. While he was still speaking, someone from the ruler's house came and said, Your daughter is dead. Do not trouble the teacher any more." But Jesus, on hearing this, answered him, Do not fear, only believe, and she will be well. And when he came to the house, he allowed no one to enter with him except Peter and John and James and the father and the mother of the child. And all were weeping and mourning for her, but he said, Do not weep, for she is not dead but sleeping. And they laughed at him, knowing that she was dead. But taking her by the hand, he called, saying, Child, arise. And her spirit returned, and she got up at once. 
and he directed that something should be given her to eat. And her parents were amazed, but he charged them to tell no one what had happened. In this passage, I notice what Jesus calls each of the women who were in need of healing. The woman who was needing healing from her blood disease was called daughter. And then the little girl who needed healing was called child. This is such a comfort to me today. Our Father, in Christ Jesus our Lord, calls us daughter and son and child. And because of what Christ has done for us, we sometimes will receive physical healing. He is the author of all healing and also spiritual healing. And we long for the day that we will be with the Lord in glory as his children. You know, we can hardly imagine it, but you and I both know what it feels like to embrace a family member and how wonderful a blessing it is to have someone with whom we can share life. And so I just want to encourage you today that our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and God the Father, the Holy Spirit, they desire that same relationship with us. And so I pray that today we would recognize this and we would be in communion with the Lord throughout the day. Okay, let's move on over to the Psalms. The title of Psalm 115 in the English Standard Version is, To your name give glory. Not to us, O Lord, not to us, but to your name give glory. For the sake of your steadfast love and your faithfulness. Why should the nation say, Where is their God? Our God is in the heavens. He does all that He pleases. Their idols are silver and gold, the work of human hands. They have mouths but do not speak, eyes but do not see. They have ears but do not hear, noses but do not smell. They have hands but do not feel, feet but do not walk, and they do not make a sound in their throat. Those who make them become like them. So do all who trust in them. O Israel, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. O house of Aaron, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. You who fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. The Lord has remembered us. He will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless those who fear the Lord, both small and great. May the Lord give you increase, you and your children. May you be blessed by the Lord who made heaven and earth. The heavens are the Lord's heavens, but the earth he has given to the children of man. The dead do not praise the Lord, nor do any who go down into silence. But we will bless the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. Praise the Lord. Thank you for listening along as we read God's Word together. I was thinking that as we pray today for the nations, that we should go to the Women's Missionary Union website and pray for some missionaries. I grew up in Mission Friends 
and GAs, and we would pray for missionaries. And it's such a privilege to think, man, we don't even know these people, but we can lift their names in prayer and ask God to work in their midst. So I want to lift two couples up today, Eber and Melissa Arguenta. They are a Honduran couple that is serving in St. Cloud, Minnesota, and they're working with a Hispanic church there. And then Brent and Amy Dorset, who are serving in Central Asia. We don't even know the specific country, but they have ministries that include clean water, food projects, light construction, and ministering to the local believers in hopes that they can take the word to those who have never heard the gospel. Will you pray with me? Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, for the reminders in it that you reign and that you care for us and that you have power over all the spiritual and physical realm and you're working, Lord, in them. We pray that your name would receive glory and that those in our midst would know of your steadfast love because of your work. We trust you, Lord. We fear you, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, because you have remembered us and you bless us. We pray, Lord, that you would bless Eber and Melissa Arguenta and that you would be with Brent and Amy Dorset in their ministries. We pray, Lord, for the Hispanic ministry in Minnesota. We ask, Lord, that you would continue to do your work in all the nations. We pray for the Dorsets in Central Asia that their ministry would encourage local believers and that your gospel would go forward to those who perhaps have never heard your name. Lord, we don't know the specifics of their needs, but you do. And we're reminded that when we pray, you are at work. And we thank you for that. We pray all this in Christ's name. Amen. Amen.